You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Listen Up. Grant Napier with you. We've got the Kings, seven games over 500. They come home to start a four-game homestand. I'll give you my picks for the NFL game so you can give me yours tomorrow. You know, we keep on talking about the health of the Sacramento Kings and how lucky they have been this year. You know, you look at the Christian Wood of the Dallas Mavericks. He is now out with a fractured thumb, all right? So you talk about going through a season without injuries and this is going to really set the Mavericks back further. You know, you take a look at the Knicks who have been playing well and now all of a sudden they lose a key piece with center Mitchell Robinson surgery for Robinson on his broken thumb. So, you know, as exciting and as great as the Kings season has been to this point, it hangs on a thread because DeMontis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox are guys that you just can't replace. You might be able to make it for, you know, three or four games without them. But if we're talking about weeks, then that becomes a real problem for Sacramento. So, you know, you got to keep that in mind. You know, I mean, you, you just, as it sucks, but that's the reality. And I guess that's true of, you know, your favorite teams and other sports, too. I mean, that's part of it, you know? So what do you think? Where are we at right now with the Kings? You're past the halfway point. You got a hell of a week coming up with Oklahoma City, Philadelphia, Memphis, and then Toronto, all right? Other than Toronto, which is not a bad team, these are all very formidable challenges really are so great right now third in the west but i think more important than that is just you know add up the wins so that if you do have an injury to deer and fox for a couple of weeks or you do have an injury to sabonis for a couple of weeks you have now added a degree of cushion between you and the other teams and I think that is essential. I really do. All right, football. Jacksonville, Kansas City, the Giants and the Eagles. Then on Sunday, Cincinnati and Buffalo. And the last game of the week is Dallas at San Francisco. What do you think, folks? Where are you at with these games? Who's going on in the divisional round to play? in the championship. How do you see these games? I think 
particularly, I'm looking at Cincinnati and I'm looking at their offensive line injuries. And that to me is their biggest obstacle right now. And that's the one aspect of this team. You know, Alex Kappa, the guard is questionable. Did not practice. Jonah Williams, again, those are the keys with the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm, I'm going to have a difficult time picking that game because I really don't know if I can pick Cincinnati without knowing the status of those two players. I mean, that's just huge. It's absolutely huge. So, you know, I like Cincinnati. I think even up, I like them over Buffalo right now. I don't like the way Buffalo's playing. But I don't know about that offensive line. Now, obviously, no Von Miller, which we haven't seen for a couple of weeks, and that, you know, is an impact on them. But I just don't know where to look at that game without the offensive line. And I would love to be able to go, okay, well, they're going to play, and it's going to be fine. I don't really know about that. I really don't. Anyway, though, I'm going to make my uh, picks here. And we'll look at these games. And will there be any upsets? Why don't we start in order with Jacksonville and Kansas City? I like the Chiefs given the points. Eight and a half was the last spread I looked at. I like the Chiefs in this game. I like them big in this game. So I'm going to take Kansas City. The Eagles and the Giants. Divisional game. I don't like the way the Giants match up with Philadelphia. But I don't like the way Philadelphia ended the season. Part of it was injuries. You know, Jalen Hurts, is he going to be able to withstand a Giants pass rush for the whole game? I don't know if the Giants win this game, but seven and a half is a lot of points in this game. I'm going to roll with the Giants. I wouldn't be shocked if they won the game. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. But I'll take the seven and a half points and I'll go with the Giants. All right, let's move on to Sunday, Cincinnati and Buffalo. I'll take the five and a half points with Cincinnati without knowing the status of their line. But I still think even if Buffalo wins this game, I think it will be a classic. I think it will be a overtime type of a game. I'll take the five and a half points. I like San Francisco giving the four. Dallas has shown to be a very inconsistent team throughout the whole year. I'm aware that they're 12 and five. But Dak Prescott's coming off a great game. Very often a follow-up a great game with a not-so-great game. The Niners, to me, are the best team left right now in the tournament. I think they and Kansas City are the two best teams. I'm going to take the Niners at home, and I'll give the four points. So give me Kansas City. I'll give you the eight and a half. Give me the Giants plus seven and a half. Give me Cincinnati plus five and a half. And I'll take San Francisco minus four. So those are my picks. Let me know what you want to talk about. It's your turn. I also want to spend a moment and just say thank you to how many people watched the postgame show with Ryan and me yesterday. It was really uh, incredible. I put it out on Twitter. But we had basically 25,000 people on all the platforms joining us for the Kings post game show. All right. Actually, we're well over that now. I'm looking at the updated numbers. 
it's closer to 30,000. Think about that for a minute. Think about that. 30,000. I can't thank everyone enough. You know, you're making our show on YouTube the destination show for Sacramento Kings fans. So I greatly appreciate it. Ryan appreciates it. And, uh, wow, that's all I can say. All right. I want to have you now call into the show. So what do you want to talk about on this Thursday? You want to talk about the Kings, by the way. Sabonis did not practice again today, but I'd be very surprised unless his body is just depleted and he's got no energy. Or I mean, I, That would surprise me if he doesn't play uh, in the OKC game. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. You know, the Kings, again, have a busy weekend. You know, Oklahoma City and Philadelphia. And, you know, don't don't sleep on the Thunder. I've been talking about this. You know, the Thunder, they're good. So you have tomorrow's game, Oklahoma City, and then the next night, Philadelphia. So you, you're playing Philly on the second of a back-to-back. They killed you the first time around. Then you have a day off, and then you take on Memphis. And Memphis is playing when you're off. So, you know, it kind of... Evens out. You're getting Memphis on the second night of a back-to-back. They're in Phoenix on Sunday. Is that right? Sunday, yeah. And then you play them on Monday. So Friday, Saturday, Monday. And then, you know, you get a couple of days off before you take Toronto. So there you have it. Your turn. Hit me up right here on Listen App. And don't forget to join us tomorrow at halftime of the Oklahoma City game on YouTube. And then after the game as well. Tomorrow's Sean Salisbury at 3 o'clock. Can't wait to talk some NFL football with him. Then we will have my show right here on Listen App. And we'll roll right into the halftime show, the postgame show. We've got a lot of things going on. All right. So, again, I want to hear from you right here on Listen App. Let's get to some phone calls on this Thursday. And we start off with Connor. Connor, great to have you on the show. How are you, buddy? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, man. So, yeah, I mean, the Kings, third in the West, five straight wins. I mean, I agree with you. I think the separation between the other teams in the West is a lot more important than where they currently are in the standings. I mean, especially if one of our stars goes down or if they start to slide, it's good to have this amount of protection with so many games left. Have to have it. I think it's key. I think it might, might end up being the most key part of this season because I still think you know you're going to have an injury or two you know at some point and now you've got a cushion to help absorb that yeah I believe this team has the best road wreck road record in the west but yeah I'd like to see that those kind of performances at home I mean they've pretty much they've struggled a lot at home recently and stuff but if they can play how they have been on the road and with the fans behind them I mean that's going to be huge I mean the road, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, you're over 500 on the road. It is. Yep. I mean, that's the key to a really solid team. Well, the next three games, yeah, if you don't bring your A game in each of those games, you're going to lose. Oklahoma City will beat you without your A game. Philly will beat you without your A game. And Memphis will beat you without your A game. Philly and Memphis may beat you even with your A game. But without your A game, you're not winning either of those games. Yeah, and then one thing I noticed from the game against the Lakers, I mean, Got to give some credit to Rashawn Holmes. I mean, that guy is just he was great. a consummate professional. He's always ready to play. I mean, yep. and that's a guy, I mean, and I love to see him succeed with, I mean, he was a starter for a couple of years, a fan favorite, and then he kind of 
fell out of the rotation. It's really good to see him get his numbers in a big game. Uh, 100%. You are 100%. Uh, he was the guy I said right on the post-game show last night on YouTube. I'm giving him the game ball. Yeah, and then I know obviously you don't care about the all-star voting, but I did want to point out that Sabonis finally made the voting for the last return, which oh. obviously is good to see. Number 10, just like Fox still is in the okay. Western Conference. So Okay. I think and both then, are going to be on the all-star team. I really do. I think both are going to be on the team. I think Sabonis is a lock. I, I think Fox, with the way he's been playing in January, I think he's going to be on there too. But Sabonis clearly will be on the all-star team. I think they both will be now, especially if the Kings are, you know, third in the West, you know, when this team is selected. And again, I don't know if they will be, but I think this week is going to go a long way for De'Aaron Fox. I really believe that. I think this week against, you know, really good caliber competition is going to be a defining week for the all-star team for De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I mean, I thought that his performance last night just shows why he is an all-star. I mean, I agree. It's a bonus who a lot of people think is the most valuable player. Fox did what he had to do. He had like 30-something points. I mean, and the biggest thing for being an all-star, I mean, I think obviously by the metrics and stuff, he's like the clutchest player in the NBA. So I don't know how that can't be an all-star. I totally agree. Absolutely. I, I'm with you. I think they're both going to be on the team. And how great would that be? I mean, that, that would be great for Kings fans to see them both on the all-star squad. That would be incredible. Yeah, that would be awesome. And then kind of switching gears since it's kind of starting to get to the end of the week, starting to turn into yep. playoff football mode. I mean, one concern I have about the Giants game is against the Eagles, they have the running back Boston Scott, who seems to have a touchdown every single time we play against him. And it's kind yep. of peculiar for like a backup running back to play so well. I mean, do you think they're game planning heavily for him or or what? I think that Martindale is game planning for – everything possible. I mean, he's a very thorough uh, defensive coordinator, but you know, the giant strength really with Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams against the run, they're feeling pretty good, you know, about that aspect of their game. And I think getting a Dory Jackson back on the field, you saw the impact that he made last week. I think Mike Martindale is feeling pretty good about his defense right now. I'm more concerned about the mobility of Jalen Hurts. And I think the game plan is going to be to have a linebacker shadow him because I, his running is is so key in this game. Now, you know, absorbing contact also is going to be interesting with Jalen Hurts with the injury that he has. So there's a lot of elements in this game. You know, uh, the Giants are still listing Ojolari questionable for this game with a quad injury. You know, they, that would be a big loss not to have him. You know, he's such a good pass rusher and is so good you know, with pursuit of quarterbacks. So that, that that's something to keep an eye on leading up to the game. And with the game being on Saturday instead of Sunday, that's one less day for him. So, again, the Giants are going to have to play a perfect game to go into the link and beat Philadelphia. I think we have to be objective here. Philadelphia is a better team than the Giants. Okay, they proved it during the regular season. No, I don't like the way they finished, but a lot of that had to do with injuries. If you look at the personnel, the Philadelphia Eagles are a better team than the Giants. And the Giants are going to have to play basically the same type of game that they played in Minnesota. Now, I don't know. The Giants are not going to be able to move the ball on Philadelphia the way they did in Minnesota. I think we understand that. But they cannot they cannot have any turnovers in this game. They just can't. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think one thing that's big is 
I mean, two defenders you need to have. I mean, Dory Jackson on A.J. Brown. I mean, that's going to be yep. – if he can Huge. do what he did against Jefferson, that's gigantic. And then, obviously, you're going to have Thibodeau trying to get to the quarterback and stuff, but yep. you really can't afford to have Aziz Ojalaria. I mean, I believe he was the only name on the injury report today, but – if you don't have him, like you said, I mean, that's going to be a massive loss. It's going to be huge. Uh, but, you know, again, he is on the injury report. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens. The bottom line is the Giants are underdogs here. They should be the underdog. Philadelphia is a better team. They had a much better season. But that doesn't mean the Giants can't win. So this is going to be, I think, a, a, I don't think this is going to be a lopsided game. I mean, I could see Philadelphia blowing out the Giants. I mean, I really could. But. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a fairly competitive game. And if the listen, the one thing you and I both know, and so do all Giants fans and all football fans, you know, you don't want to have the Giants hanging around if you're Philadelphia in a one-score game in the fourth quarter because the Giants have shown a very resilient team to win games coming down the stretch, and that would be a very dangerous proposition for Philadelphia. Yeah, and then one more thing regarding the future of this team. I mean, obviously in the offseason – you're going to look to lock up Jones and Saquon, but I mean, I know you can't pay everyone, but I mean, Dexter Lawrence, I feel like is, do you think he's a big piece of the future of this team? I mean, how well he's played this year. He's the defensive future of this team. He's the best player they have on defense, which is saying something because, you know, I think when a Dory Jackson's healthy, but I mean, Dexter Lawrence, I don't know if you follow Brian Baldinger on Twitter, but if not, you should, he has his boldy breakdowns and he has shown on his videos, Dexter Lawrence literally manhandling the offensive linemen for other teams week after week. And it's called Baldy's Breakdowns on Twitter. And for someone like yourself, if you're not following him, you should, because his breakdowns of individuals are incredible. And he foams at the mouth every week when he shows Dexter, Dexter Lawrence in action. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. I mean, what impressed me about Dexter Lawrence is a guy that basically kind of plays like a nose tackle to get so much pressure on the yep. quarterback and everything. I mean, that's an impact you don't really see from that position very often. Go, file, go follow Brian Baldinger on Twitter and go circle back to the video that he put out this week on Dexter Lawrence. He uses coaches film, so it's a different angle than you're accustomed to watching. Or, you know, he, you know, what, you know what I'm saying? Like he'll, he'll use different angles. Just wait until you see his isolation of Dexter Lawrence and what he did in the Minnesota game. Check it out. You'll be blown away. Yeah, I definitely will do. And then one more comment I had at the post game show yesterday was phenomenal. I mean, a lot Thank of you. people watching, a lot of happy fans, but one suggestion I have for you is I think you might need to look into getting some moderators for YouTube just to kind of like get rid of a lot of the trolls and yep. just, you say you can't get to all the comments and stuff. I think that would really help out with that. You know what? I'm really happy that you said that because I right before I started this show, I just got off the phone call with somebody. Uh, I'm actually going to go to a more advanced platform. You'll you won't we no different than you. You'll log on to YouTube or Periscope or whatever. It won't be any different to my viewer. But I'm going to be able to now add graphics. So if we're talking about the final box score, I can put the final box score up. I can do all kinds of different things. It's going to take me probably a week to learn how to use it. And, but all of this that you're talking about, we're going to be able to, I think, filter out, make it look better. Uh, we're going to have a wider screen. Uh, again, we're going to have 
the ability for me to put different things up on the screen when we're talking. So, you know, if we're talking about the Kings upcoming schedule, boom, I can put it up on the screen. If we're talking about, Hey, let's go over the last five games. I'm going to be able to put it up on the screen, put up box scores. So I'm going to take the show from a presentation level up the board a little bit. I had one of my listeners and one of the viewers reach out to me. He's extremely well-versed in what I want to do and he's going to help me. And so I think it's going to benefit all of us. So I appreciate you bringing that up with a moderator and everything else. Cause you're right. We do need to eliminate that. You know, it's funny you say that. I was thinking about this after I got off the show last night. How miserable are some people's lives that they have to go on somebody's YouTube show and be an ass? You know what I mean? Like, how miserable of a person must you be to go on somebody's live show and act like a complete idiot? Like what like how 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 boring and how bad must your life be? to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's unbelievable to me. It really is. Yeah, the way I look at it, to look at it in a positive way is, I mean, it's the most successful people that have the most haters. So, I mean, I think it's just a testament to yep. how big you're getting with the platforms. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I really do. And I know that we're getting more and more viewers uh, with each passing week. You know, the, the one um, bridge or the one hurdle that I'm dealing with is I find it interesting that I will have people come on YouTube or send me messages via the the message line and go, wow, I just found you. I didn't know you were doing this. And I wonder how many other people in Sacramento still don't know that I'm doing these shows. So that's why I need people like you and everyone else to spread the word and get the word out that, hey, Grant's back, Grant's doing the show. And once I get more financing, then I'll start advertising with different streams around Sacramento because I still think there are a lot of people that don't even know that I'm doing this, and yet we're still getting really good numbers. Yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. Keep up the good work with yep. everything. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate your support. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. You too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, so I'm, it's probably going to be about a week before I'm able to, to take the show uh, to the next level. And we're also, uh, this individual, Sam, who's been great reaching out to me, he thinks we can integrate Listen App on this app that we're going to be using too, or this platform. So that would be great. All right? I mean, we can, we, and again, I don't know, but we're going to figure it all out. And it won't be any difference to you. You'll still log on the way you always do. You'll click on the link or whatever. And so it will be the same for you. But for me, 
Okay. Once I learn how to work it, and again, I'm not going to lie to you, it's it's going to require, you know, like getting into the cockpit and learning, you know, a whole new set of instruments so that I can take off and land without crashing. That's really where it's going to be for me, how fast I can learn how to navigate my way through all of this, because I'm, I'm the one that's hosting the show and Ryan is with me and we don't have, we don't really have the ability, you know, as I'm hosting the show and I'm looking at all different things and I've got to put everything up on the screen. And so this individual said he would help moderate and until I learn all the bells and whistles, but I think it can be really good. I think this is something that I think is going to benefit everyone and it's going to take the show to the next level. And I want to keep on going to the next level. You know, I really want this thing to continue to grow and grow and uh, get bigger and better. All right, let's get to uh, Rich. Rich, great to have you on the show. How are you today? Hey, how can I not be awesome after last night's game, right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. I'm great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, first off, I want to I compliment Connor. You know, I hear him on your program almost every day. And, you know, he's like just just so chill and just write, write about fact. And, you know, and he, he knows what he's talking about. I really enjoy hearing yep. him, you know, him and you Me converse too. and stuff. It's, it's really awesome. You know, thank you. And, uh, secondly, I want to, I wanted to thank you for, uh, giving the game ball to Rashawn Holmes because, you know, he, he just like came out of nowhere almost cause he's, and he's been so patient, you know, hanging with the team, yep. not getting the time out there. And, you know, I've, I followed him through his years with the Kings and, 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 you know, like I said, he, 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 you know, I felt through a couple of years there, he was pretty much one of the fan favorites, you know, because just because of the energy that he played with. And that's what I always respected about his game, because when he got out on the floor, he played with a lot of energy, and a lot of zeal, you know, so. so well, Rich, they don't win the game. They don't win the game last night if Rashawn Holmes isn't on the floor. I mean, he's the yeah. reason why they won the game. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm with you. What he was, he was, you know, what, seven for seven on his shots, you know, on his on, on the floor. And so, yep. yeah, he was double he digit was, rebounds. Yeah, yeah double-digit rebounds. You know, in his interview at the end of the game, too, he couldn't even hardly stand up straight. He was so he played, I think, thirty minutes, and yep. he yep. couldn't even stand up. He was so gassed because he put it all out there, man. So yep. he was great. He also got the defensive player of the game award. I understand also, but yep. uh, I want to tell you something kind of funny because this morning I took yep. my because I'm still healing up, of course, and. Uh, I took my little scooter down because it was a beautiful day here in San Diego, right? So I said, I'm going to get yep. out and take a little break. I took my scooter down to the restaurant and I uh, had like a late breakfast and I'm sitting out there and I, these gals opened this gate and I was sitting outside and, and I had my King's sweat sweatshirt on, right? And it said Sacktown, yep. right? And this lady looked at it and it had the King's logo and she goes, what, where, what is Sacktown? I go, well, <laughs> yeah. I go, well, it's actually Sacramento, but it's short for Sac, we call it Sacktown. And guess what? Oh we just beat the LA Lakers last night. <laughs> and they're like, really? And it was so cool. And I'm just like, yeah. And I had my Kings hat on and my Sacktown jersey. It's like, I, you know, so I educated somebody That's here great. in San Diego. And I like uh, that. anyway, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to thank you for your program last night. I was on until thank I you. couldn't, you know, couldn't uh, hang much longer because you know I'm I'm an old older guy than you. <laughs> but uh, it's okay. Also, I want, to, I want to put a shout out. Rest in peace, uh, David Crosby. He passed away today. So oh wow, I know I saw that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, Boy, anyway, what a phenomenal yeah. uh, what phenomenal music and 
Yeah. Well, or you think about yeah. you know your you, our generation growing up right. with Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. And oh yeah. Music one, and, I mean, one of my favorites. Pretty amazing. Me too. I saw him, yeah. here, but, I saw him here at Humphreys uh, about a year ago. Yeah, with well, his kids, and it was a great show. Well, so anyway, good memory. Thank you. Anyway, thanks, Grant, yeah. and keep it up, brother. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate you. Bye bye now. Thank you. Bye. All right, let's move along. Uh, if you want to get in on the program, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. I'm just so I've, I'm just so uh, happy. Goes without saying, how many people join me and Ryan for the post game show last night? And not a lot of people. When I say not a lot, a lot of people aren't watching it live. A lot of people go back and watch it after because whatever because of their schedule. So we're still getting people to watch the show from last night. Hey, John, how are you? Grant, I am great. How are you? Hi, everything's good, my friend. So, do you have numbers on the halftime show last night? Yeah, we had a couple of thousand. It was over 10,000. Yeah, for the over 10,000. For, for the yep. first halftime show, that is freaking awesome, Grant. I, I know. I'm yep. so happy for you. Glad that, you know, you're a man of your word. You say you're going to do it, and you freaking do it. So I can't wait to see all all the new stuff that's going to be coming in the next week or a couple of weeks or whatever. It's uh, man. Hey, like I said a year, a couple of years ago, revolutionizing the podcast industry for me yep. anyways. <laughs> yep. All right. So uh, I'm looking at the numbers right now uh, and I'm rounding it off. All right. I might be off by a few hundred one way or the other, but it's 15,000 last night for the halftime show. That's great. That's amazing for the first one. Yep, that, yep. That's yep. awesome. And hey, like we said, it's only going to go up. That's the only way it can go. It's happening. It's going up. I appreciate it, buddy. Hey, and like Rich said, you know, I got to agree with his sentiments about Connor. And, you know, we've said it a lot. The guy is, a, as he put it, so chill. He's just a mellow yep. individual, but all about facts. I love it. Anything he's talking about, all about facts. So I just got to agree with that sentiment there. And, Amen. you know, that. We got a ton of football we could talk about, but I still think the Giants are going to shock the world and not only uh, cover, but I think they're going to beat the Eagles, Grant. I think the Eagles had too much time off, and I don't, I don't give, give a crap about all the rest you get. Game time activity is something, and I know that Brian Dayball, check it out. He's He's got something like that, too, and, you know, Turnovers could change the world, could change anything. We know that. Yep. But for some reason, man, I got a great feeling about your Giants. Well, I hope you're right, my friend. I hope you're right. We'll see. That's why you play the games. And I can't wait to watch them. I just love watching playoff football. I just can't wait to see the games. Myself as well, Grant. That's it. Like you say, that's why we watch them. I hope my Cowboys can, can, uh, can take care of the 49ers. I know it's a super tall order, but if the Cowboys and Giants get to have a a playoff game oh, wow. against each other. Wow. Oh boy, this is going to wow. be a good one. Good old oh, fashioned boy. NFC East rival. Come on, Grant. Wow, that that would that would be unbelievable. That really would I'm be unbelievable. Yeah. Right, I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> hey, that, that, I, I, that would that improbable. would be incredible. Yeah, improbable. It is improbable. Incredible. That's yep. another good word. But yeah. <laughs> boy, fun as hell. Fun as hell. No doubt. No doubt about it. The beasts in the East, be kind of, because you know the NFC East has yep. been a. Hands down, the best, best all season. So, yeah. Well, I still, 
again, I hope you're right about the Giants, but they're, they're going to have to play an absolutely perfect game to win on Saturday. Can they do it? They could do it, but it's going to be a tall order, that's for sure. No doubt about it. Well, hey, this is playoffs, and when you're in the playoffs, you're playing the best teams. And, yeah. you know, it's not like a, these two teams are unfamiliar familiar with each other. So it's going to be a hell of a contest. Every single, all four games, I think, are going to be. Yeah. Oh, I'd be, be surprised if Jacksonville gives Kansas City that type of a game. But, you know, I've been wrong a lot this year. Uh, but we'll see. That That's the one game that I could see getting a little sloppy. I think Cincinnati and Buffalo will go to the wire. Uh, I really do. I'm, I, I, can, I can't wait to watch. Uh, that's for sure. I wholeheartedly agree with you, Grant. And Cincinnati and Buffalo, that might be the funnest game, yep. game to watch. And Cincinnati, like I think you said it a little bit earlier, their only bit of demise is their offensive line. And it's kind of the only reason yep. that they didn't win the last game of the season last year. And yep. those guys are super good. And you never, you never know. You never know. I can't wait to see him. Oh, nope. man, it's going to be fun. Thanks, John. You take care, hey, buddy. Grant, thanks for taking my call. And um, go Kings. Light the beam, everybody. Thank you, John. Good stuff right Thank there. You, if you want to follow John, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand. Uh, and I will put you right on. Really excited. Tomorrow, we will have Sean Salisbury on YouTube at 3 o'clock. Then we will have a halftime show of the Kings and the Thunder. Then our postgame show. So we've got a busy day. And, of course, uh, we'll wrap up the week right here on Listen App at 4 o'clock. You know, we keep on I keep on talking about Oklahoma City, and I think for good reason. I know a lot of people have kind of, you know, just been concentrating on the Kings, the Kings, the Kings. But, you know, the Oklahoma City Thunder, guess what? They're now ninth in the West. They've won 7 of 10. They've won four in a row. All right? So, you know, they're not just a team that – is not very good. No, they're they're really good, and they're playing really well. And I would say that most of the NBA fans couldn't name you one player other than Shea Gilgos Alexander. And when you look at their body of work, see, I always look at trends, right? You know, I'm looking. Okay, okay. Well, they won four in a row. Okay, but who did they beat? You know, let me let me read off the last. They've now won. Six of seven. Let me read off the teams that they they have victories against, all right? And I'll go from most recent. Indiana, last night, they won 126 to 106. They won at Brooklyn, 112 to 102. They won at Chicago, 124 to 110. They won, all right, at Philadelphia, 133 to 114. They lost at Miami by one point, 112 to 111. They won at Dallas. 120 to 109. They won against Washington, 127 to 110. Their bad loss was Orlando, and the game before that, they beat Boston 150 to 117. This is not a fluke coming in, boys and girls. This is a team that is playing a very high level. That's going to be a hell of a game. Let's get to Brian. Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm well, Grant. It's been a few days. How have you been? I'm good, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, no, uh, you're exactly right on the Thunder. I'm looking here as well. Four-game winning streak, and that cluster right there is just something. And, you know, that five-game win streak that the Kings have just completed is just just tremendous to give them some buffer and, and a pad yep. in case they slip up here in the future. We, you know, we got a tough schedule coming up, you know, a seven-game road schedule that I was glancing through, a couple back-to-back. -back. So 
well done by the Canes to get these last five. Absolutely. You know, speaking of Oklahoma City, you know, the Kings have to go there twice on back-to-back games at the end of February. So, you know, that, that if, if Oklahoma City keeps playing well, all of a sudden those are gigantic games for those two teams. So, you know, that's why I like the West right now. I mean, and I keep on talking about injuries, but the Kings winning games right now, they put a little buffer between them and the teams chasing them so that if they lose this a bonus for a week or two or a Fox for a week or two, yeah, they might lose some games, but it's not going to send them spiraling all the way down to eight, nine, or 10. So I like that aspect of it. I mean, think about this right now. Golden State is seventh, all right? And they have 22 losses. The Clippers are eight, and because of the uneven number of games, but they have 24 losses. So, yeah. you know, the difference between 18 losses and 24 with half the season left is incredibly significant. That's not just a little bit. That's a wide margin. So uh, the Kings have put themselves in a really good situation right now. Even yeah. Utah, think about this. The Jazz are in sixth place at 24 and 24. That's six more losses than Sacramento. People, six loss difference with half the season ago is huge. That's not just a little bit. That's huge. 100%. And to the Kings' credit, their slip-ups have been home. I, you know, point I trust them competing more on the road than at home with their with their history yep and right yep. now they're 11 and nine I think that's the best in the west as far as an away record it is the best. They could, yeah no that's you know phenomenal for the Kings to be able to zone in and uh play well and have yep. a, a two game above 500 on the road so w- one mind-boggling stat even at this point in the season for a team that is so seasoned with championships the Warriors 5-17 and 17 on the road is just mind-boggling. Yep, it sure is. And they're going to lose tonight, too, because they're playing Boston. So, you know, that'll yep. be another loss. Yep. Well, anyhow, always good, Grant. Brian, good hearing from you. Take care. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. If you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. I, I, tell you, I think tomorrow's game is going to be a dandy. You know, the Thunder are no fluke. They've been playing really well. They have been playing really well. Uh, NBA tonight, Golden State is starting their game. Right? They just threw the ball up in Boston. Uh, Chicago over in Paris beat Detroit 126-108. to 108. Uh, Toronto and Minnesota. Brooklyn is at Phoenix. Philly is at Portland. That is your NBA schedule. All right? If you want to talk NBA, you want to talk Kings, you want to talk NFL, uh, again, we can do it. Don't forget about my YouTube shows tomorrow. 
We will be on with Sean Salisbury at three. Then Ryan will come on after Sean. We'll talk about the Kings and the Thunder, then halftime, and then the postgame show. And again, I just want to thank so many of you that joined us. We're now up to 30,000 for the show last night. Incredible. Hey, here's a voice from the past. How are you, friend? How are you? Brad, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Good to hear you again. How how you been? Good, good. Sorry, I've just been busy, but you know, I've been following all the shows, so. All um, good, buddy. And I can, um, I can see, you know, I, I didn't think that you were going to grow this much this quickly, but that lets you know, like the, you know, the, the true falling that you do have. Uh, the only thing I would say to kind of piggyback off of what uh, Connor said was, you know, a lot of the generation uh, that followed you that were probably born in the late 90s, early 2000s are probably on TikTok. So maybe that's another platform. Yeah, I am. I, you know what? I am. Yeah. Here's the problem with TikTok for me. Okay. I'm 63 years old and I have to have a completely different thought process on TikTok. I can't do my videos the way I do my rants right now for my video rants. So I have to get in a more okay. casual frame of mind outside, you know, more. It, ha it has to be a different presentation. So I need to work on that. So I'm actually, I am actually on TikTok, by the way. I, I am on TikTok. I do have an account on TikTok. I put a couple of videos out sitting near the pool and just, you know, BSing, but I got to learn how to do it better. But I, I can utilize that. You're right. The younger generation particularly is on TikTok and I, I have to remember them as well. Yeah. And, and I didn't know that this show was going worldwide like this. I mean, we had people writing in Farsi last night <laughs> on the yeah, chat line. I know. So I, thought, I know. I thought the reach was pretty far. So, yeah. uh, you know, getting back to, Football. Okay, so here's a question for you. And obviously, I'm a um, Niner fan. I'm hoping that the Giants can beat Philly because Philly does scare me. That's the one team that does scare me as a 49er fan. But this is the first time Brock Purdy is going to face a legitimate defense, in my opinion, like a real, right. you know, top five pass yep. rusher, right? So yep. if the Niners do pull it out, but he struggles, and with Jimmy possibly coming back for the championship game and Super Bowl game. How do you think that's going to affect Kyle Shanahan's decision? Because I don't care if what the Niners, right if, now. Now, if the 49ers win the game, Brock Purdy would be the starting quarterback in the NFC championship game, period. I also think that Kyle Shanahan is going to have a masterful game plan knowing about the pass rush. Look for Christian McCaffrey to have a lot of catches coming out of the backfield. Um, they're going to chip block on Parsons. Then they're going to try to have the ball go to McCaffrey. They're going to use Debo Samuel a lot in very short situations, run after the catch. They're going to, this game plan is going to be extremely interesting from Kyle Shanahan's perspective. He is very well aware of their pass rush and Micah Parsons. And I believe that they have the, I, I think the Niners have the perfect personnel to beat this Dallas defense. Okay, and, and and do you think that's what makes the Niners difference? It's not necessarily the personnel; it's because of Kyle Shanahan's mind. No, I think it's a combination of both. No, no, no. Okay. I think it's a combination of both. I, I mean, you watch the games. I mean, Debo Samuel is a different person when he has the football in his hands. Christian McCaffrey is a very unique back. There aren't there aren't very many backs in the NFL like Christian McCaffrey. I think that, along with Shanahan's innovativeness. Is that a word? Being innovative is is the key to this whole thing. And I think they'll utilize it very well. I think George Kittle is going to have a huge game on Sunday. Again, if the Niners do not turn the ball over, I don't see them losing this game. 
I think they're a better team than Dallas. And I think Dallas also has proven that they've been inconsistent this year. And so I'm not really sure with Dallas. I mean, they have not been a team that, I mean, it, like for instance, you know, they go and they destroy, they go and destroy a team like the Vikings, right? And right. they, but, but, but then they go to Green Bay and lose to a bad Packers team, right? I mean, like that shouldn't happen. You know, that, that shouldn't happen. They, they, they've been kind of Jekyll and Hyde, even though their record would say they, they're not. But, you know, they lost to Green Bay at Green Bay. Then the next week they go and they beat Minnesota 40 to three, right? They, okay. they, they, they win three in a row or four in a row. And then they go to Jacksonville and they give up 40 points. You know, I, I, I don't know who the real Dallas Cowboys are. Yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. So, you know, and of course, the CMC, I think, is the best running back in the NFL. But, you know, the other day, something came on my feed online that Skip Bayless thinks that Tony Pollard is more explosive than CMC. Do you agree well, with I don't that? Know or he, do you think- no, you know what? I think Tony Pollard is a really, really good back, but he's not more dimensional than Christian McCaffrey. But I mean, Pollard's been really good for the Cowboys. I mean, he's been there. He's been better than Zeke. So, I understand where Skip's coming from when he says that, but I think I'll put it to you this way. If you had two guys and they were both healthy and you've told the general manager, you can either, either have Pollard or McCaffrey. I believe the majority of player, a majority of general managers would take Christian McCaffrey. I don't think all would, but I think the vast majority would. Okay. All right. And yeah, no, I uh, just want to say, you know, I appreciate you doing all the post game shows. I know you did a halftime last night. I yep. think it's going to uh, – this is my prediction. I think in the future, as you grow, it's going to be post-game show by Grant Napier or Jerry or Ryan, you know, if you can get Jerry up at that time. But yep. I don't know if that yep. will ever happen. So, so well, yeah. I'll nice get Jerry on. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jerry, Jerry's, better, Jerry's better doing some of the road games with the earlier start times. But, you know, when the playoffs come, assuming the Kings are in the playoffs, we'll make sure Jerry's part of the programming. Okay. And are you going to do one Saturday night? Uh, yes. I think the Kings are okay, even though the Giants yep, are doing it. playing around that time frame. Well, I'm not going head to head with the Giants game, no. So I got to see what the start times are and everything. No, I am not. If the Giants are playing the Eagles, I'm not doing a post game show uh, with the Kings. And I think people would recognize that. I need to be fair to right, you. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I'm going to be doing a post game show, I need to be paying attention with the chat line and everything else. If the Giants are playing at that time, then no, I won't. So I'm looking at, I actually, I'm trying to sync up the times and see how that's going to work because the Giants are a night game, but the Giants game, that game will be over when the Kings game starts. So that's not going to be a factor for me. I don't think that's going to be the issue. I mean, the Kings game doesn't start until uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time. The Giants will be over by then. Oh, okay. I thought the Giants were playing at eight o'clock Eastern time. So maybe I was. They are playing at eight. They are playing at eight o'clock Eastern time. But the Kings game doesn't start until 10 o'clock Eastern time. And by the time the, the, by the time the Kings game is over, unless the Giants game is in a uh, three-hour overtime game, okay, three-hour three, <laughs> sudden death will be good. So that's not going to impact me, all right? I'm not worried about it. Well, I think we'll all be watching that as 49ers fans out here if that does go yep. to triple overtime. So, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no, definitely love the show. And, I'll, you know, I'll try to call more often. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take care, Waggers. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, that football game, I mean, think about it. The, the game that we're talking about, uh, the, 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 there might be, you know, I, well, there will be. 
in the beginning of the Kings game, the Giants and Eagles will still be going on, but not at the not after the game, not after the game. So then the question would be, will the Giants game be over by the time the Kings and the Sixers are in our halftime? I may just let Ryan. Hey, Ryan, this is a message for you. You may be doing the halftime show against Philadelphia or Kings and yeah, Kings and Sixers while the Giants are playing the Eagles. Hey, you know what? Maybe all the Eagles players will be watching a game too while they're on the bench. You know, maybe they'll have their phones out and they'll be watching the game on the bench. I know, folks, that's not going to happen. I'm just joking for those of you that go, wow, really, Grant? You think they're going to be watching the game while they're playing? No, I know that. But so, because the schedule, as we know, on Saturday night, the game starts at 8.15, 8.15 Eastern. The Kings game will start at 10.10 Eastern. So halftime will come a little after 11, around 11.20, 11.25, 11.30. The Giants game will just be ending. And if, so am I, if the Giants and the Eagles are close, and the halftime of the Kings-Sixers game, I'm not coming on halftime. Sorry, not happening. I think you all can understand that. Ryan can do a halftime show by himself. I, I can, and then I can join him for the latter part if the game ends. How's that sound? You all understand where I'm coming from? I mean, it's the playoffs. But I don't know if the game's going to be close. We'll see. All right. Hey, I really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you very much. Don't forget, busy day tomorrow on YouTube, 3 o'clock, Sean Salisbury. We will then be on on Listen App at 4 o'clock, halftime, and then after the game, Kings and OKC. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and thanks very much. So long, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.